Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Tesco, where you won't pay more for the products that matter most to you. Tesco, every little helps. The Murder of Mr. Moonlight is a book about how sexual obsession, greed and arrogance led to the killing of an innocent man in County Tipperary. Bobby Ryan, known locally as Mr. Moonlight, was murdered and the trial to convict his killer uh, was the longest-running murder trial in Irish criminal history. Catherine Fegan from the Irish Daily Mail has released a book on it, The Murder of Mr. Moonlight, and she was in court for every day of the trial. She's on the line to tell us a bit more uh, this morning. Good morning to you, Catherine. How are you? Good morning, thanks for having me on the show. Now this went on for weeks, Catherine, and you're a seasoned journalist. You did a lot with us on Limerick Today at the time of Jason Corbett's death, uh, for example. How did this case compare to what you've covered before? Yes, I suppose, um, you know, every so often a case comes along that really just arouses the public interest. And this was one of those cases... um, you know, there have been other cases in previous years. We had Graham Dwyer. You've mentioned the Jason Corbett case. Um, we had the murder of Michaela Hart. All those uh, cases have elements that really intrigue people. But I think the, the thing about this one was this really bizarre love triangle. We had um, Bobby Ryan, as you mentioned, uh, the DJ known as Mr Moonlight. We had the wealthy widow, Mary Lowry. And we had... Pat Quirk, the seemingly unassuming dairy farmer. And this secret affair um, within a family between um, Mary Larry and her brother-in-law, Patrick Quirk, so that really intrigued people because the, the, the trial in particular gave them a sort of um, a peek behind the curtain, as it were, I suppose, in, into other people's lives. These were relatively normal people. Um, none of them had been involved or associated with any type of crime before. Um, and it was a story that just had all, all these different elements that really uh, captured the public imagination. You had jealousy, you had uh, greed, you had the, the land, uh, money. Then you have this gruesome murder, this uh, cover-up, and then this uh, long-running trial that took up most most of the year. And what did we learn about Bobby Ryan from Tipperary during the trial? Well, you know, I have to say, um, when you you talk about victims in, in trials and, and victims in cases like this, people often say, well, you know, he's a lovely man and it couldn't, you know, there's not a bad word to say about him. That was really, really true of, of Bobby Ryan. He was a very easygoing, well-liked person. He had a sort of um, simple outlook on life. He enjoyed the simple pleasures. He um, was very close to his, his daughter and his son. He worked hard. He came from a working class family um, from Cashel. He he went to work every day, worked as a, as a truck driver, but he had this other passion in life, which was his music. And he gigged part-time as a DJ, Mr. Moonlight, as we said before. And there was a lot of people locally in Cashel, in Tipperary, in Limerick and beyond who knew him through that. He did a lot of sort of um, birthday parties, sometimes weddings even. So he was well-known very well-liked, very unassuming character. And unfortunately, he became collateral damage in in this story. Um, And he was, as I said, the innocent victim. Yeah, because the relationship between Mary Lowry and Patrick Quirk uh, and uh, how controlling and obsessive Patrick Quirk became, that was at the heart of this too. 
Yes, and that's explored in the book further. You know, we heard a bit about it during the trial, but I spent a lot of time in Tipperary. Um, obviously, I, I covered the case during the weekend in the Central Criminal Court in Dublin, but at the weekends, I would have spent a lot of time in Tipperary. So I've spoken to people who were very close to these individuals. So the book reveals a lot more about the character that is Pat Quirk, uh, the making of a murderer uh, as such. And it does a wee bit further into this re- relationship that he had with Mary Laurie. He, as I said before, he was her brother-in-law. He was somebody she should should have been able to trust. When her husband died, she was in a very vulnerable position. She had led a very secluded life and that's explored in the book as well, her early life um, and the sort of woman she was when she fell into this relationship, this secret affair with him and how he used her situation, her vulnerability um, and manipulated that to gain control over her for number one, her finances, and number two, the physical physical um, aspect of yeah. the relationship. And, and the other thing is, Mary Lowry, even during the trial, she had to go out of her way to defend her reputation, didn't she? Yes, I suppose. I think um, people were really captivated by, by Mary Lowry and all of this. Um, and she gave evidence in the trial, as you said, she was, in Dublin for four days, giving evidence, and I think about three days of that was t- taken up by a very lengthy uh, cross-examination. Um, and every aspect of her private life was delved into. Um, it's very clear that uh, Pat Quirk had instructed his legal team to totally discredit her as a witness. Um, and you could see on the stand how she was, you know, at times defensive and fiery um, but I suppose you have to remember that this is a story that spans 10 years while the trial took place in, in January of this year this has been going on for a long time this is a woman who um, was subjected to a sustained uh, terror campaign by this man and not only that, he murdered her boyfriend he uh, buried her boyfriend on her property and then he tried to pin a murder on her and that's what he did in his guard interviews the very first interview he gave after discovering that body, he pointed all the fingers in, in Mary's direction. Mm. Um, and people were captivated. You know, they were interested in her. They were interested in the affair and the family dynamics of this. If you think about it, um, this was an affair within her family. She lives in a very rural part of, of, of Tipperary. Um, I don't think anything like this had ever happened before. Um, and people were getting to, to to find out about very intimate details of her private life. And she said herself in the stand she had to bear her soul. And I, I don't think there's anything about Mary Larry that we didn't find out about in the trial. And if we didn't, it's in the book. Right. Um, and ultimately, the Guardi did some amazing work that led to the conviction of Patrick Quirk. Yes, and that's explored in the book as well. I've spoken to a number of Gardaí who are involved in this investigation. It was a very, very lengthy, meticulous um, case that they built. You have to remember that there was no uh, direct evidence as such in this case. There was no... uh, We don't know exactly where Bobby Bobby was murdered. We don't know um, the exact time or the date. There was no murder weapon, no forensics. Um, Patrick Quirk made, made sure of that very badly decomposed body so they had to depend 
solely on circumstantial evidence. And if you look at the case and you read about it in the book, how they built this case, it's actually it's quite it's quite incredible. And um, when you look at the circumstantial evidence they gathered over many years, uh, building a case, and there were a lot of local guardian involved in this, so they knew the individuals, and that that brings all sorts of difficulties with it, it itself. Um, and to even get it to the point where the DPP would bring a case, you know, you have to give them credit where credit's due, mm. and then to secure a conviction. You know, a lot of people didn't think that, um, that, that that this would end in a conviction, but when you were in court and you saw how the evidence all played out, you know, it was, it was really is incredible stuff. Okay. Right, fascinating. Catherine Fegan from the Irish Daily Mail. She was in court covering the case and she's written a book now, The Murder of Mr. Moonlight. Uh, thanks so much, Catherine. Call Limerick today now on 461995.